woke up this morning with determination on my mind determined to build tables and create spaces so that I can have my people pull up on me not just pull up on me to show off but pull up on me so I can share share the wealth share the growth share the knowledge you know what I've come to realize is that a lot of us are afraid or don't even care that we don't know what we don't know and what I mean by that is You know, we have for years not been invited into spaces or to tables to better or improve ourselves. We've been afraid to jump in where we're able to fight physically, but are we able to actually step up to the plate and create generational wealth? So I was at the pool, you know, with my niece and nephew, and I noticed, you know, for where I live The people in my community, you know, they're either middle income or higher income individuals. They are preparing their children from the start. And I'll use this swimming pool example for you. You know, when I grew up in North Philly, in my neighborhood, the pools were crowded. You know, there was not much room to be able to come and learn how to swim. The swimming classes were pretty much extinct or unknown because you couldn't afford to go. There wasn't too many free spaces or places. You know, I live in a community where our pool is readily accessible, where the children can come. There's more than enough room. The pool is not overcrowded. You may see at max five people or a family or two in the pool at one time, but there's more than space and opportunity for kids to actually be able to achieve the results that they need to succeed in their futures. As swimmers, as adults, you know, their parents have exposure and network, but and, and net worth. But in the black community, a lot of times you're not seeing that and we're not readily exposing our children for to that. The one thing that made me think of real estate you know, and the fact that we're behind the ball, even in business, was every parent that came to the pool with their child made sure it was their responsibility to provide them with mechanisms and devices to either guide them and help them swim from infants or be able to be used as a safety net or flotation device. You know, the children... You know, in the black community, we just show up. We show up in survival mode. We show up unaware. We show up without resources. We show up with pre- without proper preparation. And I think it's time for us to start preparing. Matter of fact, I know it's time for us to start preparing. If you're not prepared or if you're not learning, you are already behind the ball. If you don't have a mentor, a coach, guidance, you're behind. If you don't, if you're not focusing on building your network, but instead just trying to be in the, in the know, in the end, you know, you, you want to be a part of circles that are broke. You want to be a part of circles that only produce zero balances. I want to be a part of circles that have great high net worth. Those that can actually expose me to things that I don't know. And mind you, I know a lot But I know there's so much more that I need to explore and learn. Stop being afraid to go after what you need. 
Stop being afraid to ask the real questions. Stop being afraid to just take a risk. I'm out here taking risks so that my family doesn't have to. I'm out here taking risks and, and, and failing forward, as Denzel Washington said at my University of Pennsylvania uh, graduation. He said, fall forward. A lot of us are prepared to have something to fall back on, but it's time for us to do what we need to fall forward. And that that falling forward doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to fail. It means that we've got a forward plan. Every day that I'm on conference calls and meetings, meeting with executives, with CIOs, CFOs, you know, we're talking about forward moving planning. What is the plan forward? They're never talking about what am I going to fall back on? It's what are, what is the plan forward? Because if you're planning to succeed, then you don't have to worry about falling back. So I encourage you today to plan forward. You all have an amazing day on purpose. God bless. Let's talk human behavior. So last summer, I was in Miami and I was at the marina and this woman was walking by and she was walking her dog. She let him, let him off the leash and she said to me, sometimes you just got to let him go and he'll come back eventually, right? So I was on a conference call, ironically, today, and we were discussing a customer who wasn't happy with the price that they had to pay for a huge job, and which required a, a lot of staff and a lot of attention to detail, of course, with everything um, and we had to, you know, require a lot of um, manual efforts to actually make the project a success. And so as a collective, we agreed that we're going to put the price out there. We're going to give them options for solutions and approaches. But ultimately, if they don't bite this time the price will not be reduced. Like, it is what it is. This is the requirement, you know, and then see if they come back. And the reality is we know that there's no one out there that's going to complete this job for that price, right? And then today, ironically, my godson, we were out and he decided that he wanted to run off, right? And, you know, children will run away, And they will sometimes even show out if you pay them that attention, you know. But if you walk away, if you leave the situation and you let them think of what the situation would be without you, how soon do they remember that they need you? And he immediately ran up and passed me to the door that I was going to walk into. Of course, I wasn't going to leave him outside. But sometimes you just have to walk away from some stuff. You have to be big enough, bold enough, and boss enough to be able to know when to let go of a situation and move on. And I say this because that is a part of negotiating. If you don't know, if you're not willing to be able to walk away from what you might think is an amazing deal or is a crazy situation then you're not a good negotiator, right? Because 
The strongest one will be, will will stand. The weakest will bend. And one thing about me, I'm far from weak. And I'm trying to build all of my mentees, all of those that I actually coach, mentor, um, anyone that comes into my life and they need my guidance. I want to make sure the church strong enough to stand and not weak enough to bend. So I say all that. Be eager. Be willing to take the risk. Be willing to actually make the sacrifice and be willing to make the best decision that fits your situation. You may have an amazing day on purpose. Take a stand. God bless. So I was just talking to a client and she says to me, well, I can't use this name.